Hello and welcome to the 19th episode of the second ever season of the Players on Footy podcast. I'm your host, Rory O'Kane, and as always, I'm joined by Scott Fotheringham. Hello, Banjo. I like the high-energy intro, by the way. That yeah, look, great. I've been working on it. I listened back to a couple. I sounded a bit flat. I sounded yeah, I just like, normal. I like the energy. I'm a boring, I've got a boring-sounding voice anyway, so I've got to pick it up for the intro to mm-hmm. get people interested. We've got an interesting pot ahead. Uh, we literally walk straight into your house, straight into the studio, bang into it. We normally talk a little bit about it and have a beer beforehand, but uh, we're, we're very, very prepared. If you didn't one. think we did any planning before, wait till you listen to this one. <laughs> this, this could be interesting. It'll yeah. be good fun. Uh, um, we've already had to restart recording because you had the wrong uh, temp uh, plan up. So <laughs> I had my previous template from previous weeks so, up, but no, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, but anyway, let's keep this high energy. Now, can I, can I tell you, you haven't seen Game of Thrones yet, have you? No, I have not. So I'm. I want a short pod. I want to get straight into it, and no, I want to get straight. You're out giving your Wonder Woman review. Shouldn't I talk about? If you did talk about Game of Thrones, <laughs> I will slip your spoilers throat. away. No, nah, it's good though. It's good. I'm, I like the start of the start of the season. Pretty yeah. happy. I like how you throw in a bit of movie TV criticism in there. It's important. <laughs> yeah. well, we, we need to show people. on everything, so. Oh. oh, I'm going to take you up on that. We're going to do a <laughs> podcast about something else one day, and that you're was, just going to That was not a commitment. Say. That was just a silly, by the way, joke. That was as much of a commitment as you originally made to this podcast. <laughs> More, for sure. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, let's get on to it. Let's get on to everyone's third favourite segment. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, gold jacket, green jacket. The uh, title derives from the line of Happy Gilmore. Gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? And we give 3-2-1 votes for the most meaningless games of the round. There are actually a few this round. I actually, I, I, I do like a little short list of like possibilities. Yeah, I reckon I have about there. five in there. And I actually, oh, I've already got criticisms. Yeah, well, I, I, look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I didn't put a lot of time into thinking about it. So I I'm open to your criticisms Hawthorne defeating time. Frio by 52 <laughs> points not being in there is bizarre. Well, let's see what is in there. Right. Yeah, I, I, I can see what is in there, Scott, and I disagree with it. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about it. The yeah, one vote, now we can have an argument about it. One vote, we're given uh, Brisbane defeated Carlton by 30 points. I I know it was an up. Well, it wasn't upset. It was a big upset. Well, upset. not to me because I tipped it because I'm a genius, but to everyone else it was an upset. I, no matter what this result was, I could not give a toss. Go, going into it, really? I was thinking I'm of all the really tips and I'm happy like, to see, who cares? No, but I'm really happy to see, one, Brisbane do well because that club has been through, yeah, has had on. a pretty sh- shocking 10 years. And two, it makes me feel really good about bragging on Carlton all of last week. So, you know, I feel right. I feel vindic- yeah. vindictive, that's the wrong word, vindicated. Yeah, that, that, that came randomly out of nowhere, you bagging Carlton. Like, we were look, both quite was, positive about it. It was all prophetic. Of a sudden, well, because people were talking it? above their station. Carlton are going to win less games than they won last year, and everyone's saying they've had such a great year. Hmm. But I was impressed with them last year. They pulled out four games in a row out of nowhere. They won four in a row at the start of the year, and then from then on, they were pretty poor again. Like they they perform outperformed what they should have last year. And now this year, I thought they'd probably go back to where they probably are. I'm very easily turned against the team if the media likes them. So, you know, Bulldogs case in point. So this is just what happened with Carlton. I've stopped liking Carlton. <laughs> I went from loving one. them. But, I uh, don't think this particularly vindicates you. I mean, Brizzy completely blew them out of blocks at the start and then it was just a bit meh. It was such an average game. Exactly. It was just dead in the water. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, good on Brisbane. I'm happy for them. But I, I just I just could no way I could find myself caring about this game. Even if Brisbane won by 150 points, I'd still say I could not it's give a It's definitely toss. more interesting than Hawthorne Freo, though. It just is. 
I don't think it's so. It's a well, smaller well, margin. Well, and you can still make the eight. You'll hear the media tell you. Yeah, they can't, and I don't care. And, like, they're just two better teams. Hawthorne and Frio are just better teams. Yeah, it was can. a blowout and uh, not enough So set. was this. This was over at quarter time. Who cares, Scott? You're nah, wrong. I'm happy. Positive though. signs for Brisbane. Carlton, yeah, not as good as everyone thought. And they didn't think that highly of them. But anyway, let's move on to number anyway, two. I deserve to be criticised on this one, but I just wanted to give you some more votes. That's that's the only reason you're in there. I've I didn't say it was a close game. It looked like it upset the three quarters, <laughs> and this is what you've done to me. <laughs> I, that, I could not have been happier with this game from a North Melbourne perspective. But I will say it. This is like the joy of being a crappy team. <laughs> this is what you've experienced for I, so I know long. it very well. But yeah, two votes, Essendon defeated North by 27 points. <laughs> oh, did I not let you say that? No, uh, I, I hadn't <laughs> unveiled it yet. But our listeners, are, are, we're all prepared for it. You, you were happy, were you? Well, like, we got a lot of good signs for three quarters, and then we put the queue in the rack. Well, like, we got tired. It was young Tired, yeah. Pew in the rack. I was thinking you were going with a bit of tanking there. I'm actually hearing a lot of tanking talk around the place at the moment. It's, it's, yeah, well, it's buzz some, again. someone uh, on SEN, Greg Denham, went off on his rant about North tanking. I was like, well, have you seen our injury list? Like, we're not good, but we're also not tanking. We just complain. <laughs> uh, old uh, Majak. Copped a, copped a fair spray. That, oh, that it was, was so funny. That, that was interesting to watch. Hey, dude, I did enjoy his explanation at the end of the game. How can the strongest player in the history of the AFL get pushed around? Yeah, I mean... Mate, I think that might say he's not the strongest player in the history of the AFL, but still. How long has he been in the system now, Major? I think this is his seventh or eighth year. You'd be getting a bit frustrated with him now. He still yeah. just doesn't know what he's doing. I talking. really think we didn't... He, I think he needed a baptism of fire, and we were just a little bit too good to offer him it when he came in. What's he saying? Just playing him in the yeah. AFL? I think playing him in the AFL earlier would have really helped him and would have made these teething problems a lot more understandable. But we didn't, and I think that was a mistake. But you know, I think well, that not, was eight years ago. I think we're not too far off that point when we say it just hasn't quite worked. With yeah, well, he's got three years left on his contract. Yeah. So. We re-signed him after he kicked four in a final last year. If he if he doesn't improve next year, I think what's that's like eight years. Like if, you, if yeah. you're not going to well, make it, it might it be then, nine. I think he's on eight years make, now. Yeah, Could, yeah. Are you you get to that point where he's just not. The only play. like saving grace from his perspective is like so he's had an unbelievable amount of injuries. He's never had a full preseason in eight years, mm. um, but he's also never played more than like ten games in a row. So like I do think you should True. Just, like. One game in, I wouldn't. I'd be frustrated if he just got dropped and judged on that game. Like, and especially I, I really want to have anything to play. Exactly, for. he should yeah, be given give the run, opportunity yeah. to prove himself. If he doesn't and he comes up short, that's fine. But I don't want the greatest. What if? Like, what if he had a footy brain of all time? Not quite as big as Liam Jarrah, but yeah. no, but for different reasons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What were your thoughts on thoughts on Essendon? How they play? Not good. Not good. No, no. Turnover merchants through the middle, and after you draft, a... pumped them up so much, mate. They they're, their best. Is... Have you seen their best yet? Have you seen? I don't think so. Like, it, mate, I, I it, mustn't it's... have because I don't rate them. Their they, best is probably they, the best in the they, they put on a clinic front and center. The amount of goals they um, kicked from uh, like from a spoiled marking contest in the first half kept them in the game. It was the only reason they were in the game. Um, I think Kale Hooker being a dick at the end. Did you see what Cal Hooker was doing? No. I was just, like, there's being, like, arrogant and being, like, up and happy with yourself. And there's being, like, I th- he's a flog. I do never... If I had to save him from <laughs> drowning, I wouldn't. 
<laughs> I hate Caleb now. Jesus, mate. I tell you, speaking of flogs, uh, John Butcher, bloody clothesline Jetta. Jetta's on the ground. He just starts bloody screaming at him. I thought Butcher had been no, delisted. Not Butcher, I bloody Dixon. Oh, <laughs> Dixon. I don't Has know. Butcher been delisted? I don't know how I said <laughs> Is he still hanging around? I don't know. I don't know why the hell I said Butcher. That's really odd. Uh, Dixon. He did a bit of a bezel. They, they actually look kind of similar. <laughs> do they? Yeah, both big and That airy. is not a criteria for big <laughs> <laughs> Big and airy. But anyway, moving on. Uh, three votes. Uh, we're going to give uh, Western Bulldogs defeated Gold Coast by 54 points. Um, are you disappointed with this one? Look, to those teams we say. You'd hear your exasperation before you hear the sound effect. It, it had to reload, and look, I, it is my fault, but I also blame the Android software on my phone. I blame YouTube. I blame Google. Don't blame your tools, mate. Good podcasts don't blame their tools. Good podcasts but, uh, have a lot more high, uh, <laughs> high tech um, set up that, than that's what a good, we do. It's a lot less manual. Um, <laughs> but are you disappointed with this one? Are you happy with this for three votes? No, this is correct. It was, it was, this, yeah, yeah, it was this 10 goals. Games. Yeah, it, is um, it was nine goals, Scott. Bit of maths, please. Yeah, right. Bit, a bit of uh, quality control in the pot. I nice, said Scott. 54 points. Everyone's aware. It was a general statement of 10 goals. It's incorrect, is what it was. They've actually got a pretty fair run, aren't they? The doggies. I was doing a bit they of three in a row out of nowhere after. And like, they've, they've got a few winnable ones coming out. Look, I, I did some fiddling with the ladder predictor, and they, they weren't in there, and they're not going to make it. But, like, it, it's still slightly possible because they actually have a nice run on it. Yeah, and I do think they're. I, I can't tell because Gold Coast were really bad. Their game plan was odd. They were throwing eight men behind the ball really consistently, and they were just, like, took themselves out of the game. But I couldn't tell. <laughs> Maybe. Rocket shouldn't be. <laughs> no, not at all. It doesn't have the uh, rope for that. Um, but I, I don't know. The dogs did play a bit better. Yeah. Um, they might make, they might sneak in. They're not a good side and they won't win it or anything, but it was one of the more positive games I've had in a while. So Sometimes everything that's sparks you, you can just scrap a few wins, which, you know, they're not that impressive of their own, but you just kind of build a little bit yeah, of confidence. Yeah, we thought we were getting click. that when uh, St Kilda scrapped a couple of wins and blew Richmond out of the water, but <laughs> that didn't really work. <laughs> yeah, that that's fair. But, but uh, um, I'm still giving them a hope. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> the dog's are stubborn There's still a chance no, to win. No, no part I'm going to ra- keep being stubborn. Just, just watch out. I'm going to be the stubbornest man of the rest no, of the season. <laughs> there is no part of your rational brain that actually thinks they're any good. I think I still think it's, no, it's, it's slightly, slightly it's possible that they'll, they'll make like a prelim or something. No, it's that just is completely possible. No, out it's of possible. No, it's not going to Unlikely. Happen. Let's move on to the games that mattered. <laughs> Adelaide defeated Geelong by 21 points. And this did matter. This is huge Because Adelaide. Adelaide were bloody impressive. After I was super, super impressed with them against us, this was probably more impressive. I talked last week saying it doesn't bother them that much if they lose the midfield battle. Yeah. They won the midfield battle comfortably. Against the sort of headline act midfield in the comp. Sloan made Dangerfield look second rate. Sloan was so much better. Why on earth did Geelong not tag Sloan? It, like, we said this, the blueprint. <laughs> did they just, I mean, they've beaten them the last few times. Did they just back themselves in? I think they got cocky. And, yeah, I think they got cocky. And I think a lot of Geelong players are a bit out of touch. Motlop. Yeah. Not playing well. Hawkins yeah, not, not playing well. playing well half the time. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. Yeah, that's so impressive for Adelaide. I did enjoy seeing um, there was a comment on the commentary that uh, Sloan's finally got some help from uh, Laird and Matt Crouch. 
they're stepping up. They've had uh, seven possessions in the first quarter. I thought to myself, both those players average over 30, so they're actually down on their usual performance, Basil. <laughs> I think I think Laird's a far more impressive player than Crouch, in my mind. Yeah, because Laird is one out of the box for his position. Crouch is a poor man's Tom Mitchell. He, 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 gets, he gets the he's job a good, done. He's, he's a good, good footballer. He's, good. he's not a exactly great footballer. Right. Laird, I think, is definitely a real A-grade talent. Yeah. The, uh, Matt Crouch will probably get more, um, more credit for his performance. When Adelaide win a few finals, and they because you get the respect, they'll get the successful team respect. But he's not; he's a symptom of no. It's not that's not fair to him. He is not the difference between a premiership and not a premiership. No. but he's definitely helpful for yeah, winning a flag. He's a good player. Yeah. He's a good player. Um, I, I I think Adelaide seem to be just about back to their best, like what they were yeah. at the start of the year. To me, it, I think they're really rolling now. The, the frightening, yeah, that the frightening thing about them is. They can win the midfield battle if they do. You've lost the game. If you lose it, if if they lose it, it just like they'll probably still win. How weird is it to think about the team that is like a fifty percent chance of winning a wooden spoon, better than to sixty four to zero in a quarter? Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> like, that was weird. What, they had those two weeks. What a is. weird season! The, oh, it's a bloody weird season. Like, they're so good, and yet they've had some of the worst performances in they're, the league. They're looking. Clearly, they'll finish top of the ladder. Well, now. they're six points ahead with five rounds left. Yeah. I think that'll be a couple of games clear. By yeah. the end. If they they get a home and they're going to be so hard to beat. What they do at the MCG will be interesting because you know it's always interesting for interstate teams because mm-hmm. it shapes weirdly. Um, but they're on yeah, a real path to the grand final. Like, yeah, I'll be at this point. I'll be surprised if they're not in the grand final. Yeah, exactly right. Um, yeah, let's move on. Gee, that been good the last two weeks. <laughs> yep. Uh, Melbourne defeated Port by 23 points. Speaking of good, this was a damn good win. Yeah. This, Seriously. I didn't see it a second of it because I was at the North game. Yeah, I wonder, because I got a message from you saying, impressive by you, Lyle. I was thinking, sure, you're not watching the game. No, I was like looking at the score when you're 40 points to zero up or something. Yeah, I was like, it, I thought to myself... Even I couldn't have found a, found a floor in that start. <laughs> um, we actually, um, at half-time, we should have been up by a lot more. Yeah. We we did not make the most of our chance. We utterly destroyed them for the first half. Just pushed them off the ball. The clearances in the first quarter were 14-2. to two. Yeah, Viney <laughs> had more clearances. No, Viney had double the clearances of Port in the first yeah. quarter. And then his foot started hurting, probably, and got a little bit quieter. <laughs> but, um, I, like, all year I've made, like, a big thing out of... Um, who, how impressive are played teams at their best? And I think like, the reason why I've been talking about that this year is because like it's so even. Someone they're the absolute yeah, best. Yeah, because if someone that hits finals. that for the finals, it'll be like the dogs. Exactly right. But I, at, I think this is the first time this year which I've watched Melbourne at their best and thought, whoa, whoa really? Like, yeah, I mean, we. I think we've been consistent. Do you think that's part of your pessimism around Melbourne? No, no, it's sort of the sorry, not pessimism, but like not wanting to lose your lid. No, no, we haven't had the up by forty points start that other teams have had. St Kilda have had it, Port Adelaide have had. We haven't been, had we've been that, good, you've but had we that haven't as been. a finish though. You've stormed home to win a couple well, of times, yeah, and you've I, had you've had patches where you've looked dominant. But now, I, I, there's been no games I watched, and I thought we are utterly destroying the other team until the first half this week, and that was really, really exciting because you know, Max was playing his best footy again early. He rolled his ankle or something, struggled for the rest of the game. Yeah, but um, Jesse just started monstering a couple of one on ones. That's You're the like, biggest thing for you. They're those two are back. Our midfield are absolutely dominating. It was like all these injuries are back, and it's actually coming together in the way that we hoped. 
I've just remembered I didn't talk about Ben Brown for 30 minutes like I'd planned, but we'll move on. (laughs) Thank God for that. I got through that very, very quickly. Uh, Port, it feels like every second week I have to ask this question. And every second, every third week I go, no, they're not flat track bullies, but they've beaten one. I'm continuing to be stubborn. Yeah. You're on a roll. Like, this is not a good sign for them. No, nah, they were poor. They were really poor for the first half. They lifted really well in the third quarter. Look, well, I was really nervous for a while. Um, well, we got to 17 points for a long time in the fourth. Yeah. Um, we well, The way we played the last quarter was brilliant. We yeah. Just numbers around the ball. We had uh, Jordan Lewis was playing kick behind the play and just, just flooded every stoppage. Max yeah. was just tapping it down at his feet. We just dived on it. It just took the life out of the game. Like, poor would, would every chance of winning that game. Um... You forget how bloody good Robbie Gray is. He started forward, Nifty beat him pretty comfortably. Yeah. And after half time, he went back and he went in the midfield and just absolutely lifted them. Him and Boke as well, actually. Boke's been kind of average for a little while now. Yeah. But he was really good. Remembering our overrated players conversation, he probably could have deserved to mention given he hasn't been good for two years. Yeah, but, but I think, <laughs> yeah, perhaps. I think people are starting to think he's not that great. No, but. but he was yeah, good a few years ago. He was very good. Oh, I don't know. Port, they're still they're like a much better version of the wishy washy port of the last couple of years. They're like if that team was good, they just they don't can't seem to put it together. I know, I know, but I can just still see it clicking. I, I, I that, that's the thing. They they're the the way you were talking about judging teams before. Yeah. Their best is mind boggling. Yeah, like that. Exactly. What they did to Cawthorn for the first half of their game against them, that was ridiculous. Yeah. And like, yeah. Oh. Don't take away how good we were. We were bloody good. <laughs> Mate, it, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty bloody exciting. It's, it's depressing. This is such a big But win. now what I want to know is, um, are you finally going to break the longest drought in Melbourne's... Uh, We'll we get to that with tips. We will get to that with I'm very very nervous, though, I'll tell you that. How can you possibly be nervous? We played 12 kids with less than 50 games. We haven't beaten you in 11 years. (laughs) We haven't beaten you since I've known you. Of course I'm nervous. If we lose, we're not doing a part. I just want to leave. (laughs) Um, But yeah, next game, Sydney defeated St Kilda by 42 points. This was so impressive. Talking about teams looking at their best like they could do anything. Sydney, again, like you, should have been a lot further up. They were just bullying St Kilda everywhere. St Kilda did not fire a shot. This was an incredible performance. This is the first time this year where you're starting to feel about a team like you just know what you're going to get and they're just going to be consistently brilliant. And every week, they're just such a good team. What needs to be mentioned is that Sydney have been uh, consistent. They've just been two different versions of consistent. They lost six in a row. That's not inconsistent. <laughs> yes, all right. But like, uh, the, all year there's been like, they're a good team, and then like after two or three weeks, they'll put in, like, every team will put in a terrible yeah. performance. You're like, oh, there's a question mark there. Sydney have been going for a long time now without it, um, and it's it's quite scary. Um, they're they a real chance for the flag. <laughs> they are. I was going to say, they're... Would you put their odds at fifty percent of making the four? I'd almost go higher than that. I probably think they will make. The I four. didn't. They weren't in my ladder predictor, weren't they? No, they were. Did you have them losing to? I think I. I had. If if Did they we, play Adelaide again, um, I'm not sure. I don't quite. There's not many teams. I'd I. I think I had Adelaide. I, I surprisingly had Geelong too. 
and then add GWS. I think I sold port in fourth, but you know I rate port, so <laughs> that's how that came about. Yeah, you would have bet them uh, bet on them beating a uh, top eight team, which you know it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perhaps, <laughs> perhaps. Um, yeah, I really hope Port haven't been in a top eight team heading into finals and win a final. I would find that quite amusing. <laughs> could well happen. Could well. Oh, happen. It absolutely could. I just, yeah. I you'd make me chuckle. St Kilda, though, you'd be pretty gutted as Kilda supporter. This they year. were premiership fancies they... two weeks ago. Ah, oh, yeah. I mean, they were. You'd have to get carried away if you were saying that. They were. But like, I'm not saying Saints before Saints supporters were saying that because that is getting carried away. But like, average media people were. But they were saying that as a story, I think. They were trying to take something out of their win against Richmond. I don't think anyone really believed it. Yeah. No one really believes in Richmond either, so I don't know why you'd fake it to mm. sort of make up for it. But, yeah. I will say, at the start of the year, St Kilda themselves were talking themselves up as premiership fancies. Like, they really did rate themselves. They're full, they've underperformed to expectations. Yeah, I don't think they'll make the eight. No, I, I think it's pretty clear they won't now. Yeah. I... I'm sort of shocked by how bad... They haven't really developed anybody, have they? This was such a huge game for them. This was massive. This was season-on-the-line game, and they they were nowhere near... Outside of Seb Ross, who's improved? Because Jack Stevens has gone backwards. Yeah, he's still a good player. He's he's still an excellent player, but he's gone backwards. He's not anywhere near as unbelievable. Trout Robertson, he's had a good year. He has had a good year. But I still think there's a lot of the kids that just haven't gone on at yeah, all. Yeah, and, and like we we kept saying that we kept that, that people talked about their kids, but they had a lot of that was good the, without being great kids, and they were carried by the old blokes. Yeah, we we kept saying that too, and I think that's really borne itself it's out. Just, yeah, it didn't feel like they had that many players who just become a star. Like no. they had a lot of good players, and now they've kind of stagnated. Yeah, really you'd definitely be worried as a Saints. Player. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what tact they take. Going forward, because look, I don't think they're going to get a superstar because Kelly's coming to you, yeah, and Dusty, and Dusty, <laughs> right? Okay, now with the best things, we're going to get both of them for free. North's going to win the wooden spoon. <laughs> we're going to get Kelly the preseason draft, and then Dusty is a free agent. Yes, that'll happen. And then right? we're getting the number one. <laughs> pick. Then we're getting the number one pick as well. We're going to win the premiership next year. <laughs> <I hate that. laughs> um, you know, the sad thing is, you probably believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Only like 90%. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's get on to the next game. Hawthorne defeated Freo by 52 points in a snooze fest. In what, in what should have been a goal jacket green jacket. Why the hell didn't you put Was it purely despite being put north in there? Yes, that one was. And, but, no, but I'm happy having Brisbane Carlton out of it. I still think that's So you think Essendon North didn't deserve to be in there more than... Yeah I, I, yeah, I think so. I think that was a pretty close game for the most part, and Essendon is still relevant. Yeah, that's true. Um, but like, I don't know. These two teams are just better than Brisbane Carlton. It's, yeah, but it was 52 are. points. You're just grumpy because you thought Hawthorne were the worst team ever, and they've won by 10 goals. Hawthorne's not going to get better anytime soon. I'm still going to win this <laughs> argument. I don't care. Win this argument. The argument was about this year. I've agreed with no, you. No, the argument they, they, was... They've somewhere to go going forward. Yeah. No, the argument is based on, the, on their off-season. And that they screwed up, which they did. And that argument's been won. One with Jago Amira being just non-existent. Mitchell. <laughs> but that, that trade was always a win, but yeah, they blew it straight away afterwards. Yeah, well, but would they be better off with Lewis and Mitchell on their list now? I mean, Mitchell's probably done at the end of the year. They, Lewis has been good for us, but, but he hasn't been They amazing. also, they didn't get anything of note at all. 
Anyway, they'd be better with their first round draft pick this year and coming sixth or fifth, like they would if they had those two players. But you you were talking about going like going next year and going into the future. They're going to go backwards. And but stuff. it's still that'd be even them. more extreme. If but they it's had still hurt them. They gave up a first and second round pick for Amira, and Amira's not going to outplay what the production of either of those two guys was going to do. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I still the Mitchell Lewis thing. And you could keep those two if you didn't have O'Meara's fat salary on the books, and you didn't get a kid for either of them. So there's no point. Like it's just there's no upside at all to the O'Meara trade for them. Correct. I mean, <laughs> O'Meara was not a good move, but oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty happy with my analysis there. <laughs> I'm trying to play devil's advocate. Here. Like you know, I, I, I don't. I don't think it was a good. It was a good off season performance. But you're just not as, uh, as loud about it. As yeah, I, I just don't like, like you. F- I just don't like you feeling like you've been right. <laughs> and they're not that bad. I felt aside, right, a lot, right a lot this year, Scott. I'm pretty happy with my predictions, and this includes <laughs> me putting port bottom four. <laughs> port bottom four, mate. Uh, but anyway, Frio. It's just yeah. they're average. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've outperformed what they what they are. Yeah, yeah. Sean Darcy's a good find for them. He's a really good find. And for we've them. we've gone over what Brad Hill's done and Mike Walters yeah. in the midfield. So there is upside, but yeah, what do you see them going forward? Like, what do you see happening? Um, it, it's but they they'd be one of the more interesting teams now they're going to develop because I I think first they need a new they need to fix up their game style. But yeah, I don't think they have the personnel to do it. They need a they need a lot more class going on half back. That that's their yeah. biggest their biggest fault. Johnson's good. Johnson's a good player. He's getting old now. Outside of that, I just don't see where they have any sort of class, any good ball movement. And yeah. and that's they do struggle to transition, and they always have. And yeah, nothing has changed this year. Yeah, they they've held up well defensively. Their midfield's good again. Like. It always has been. It's good, yeah. And um, I, I think and their line has improved its personnel, but I just don't think it's, it's improved not, enough. It's to, not great. No. It's not great. I think you're right. Their midfield is, on paper, is very, very good. And I think since since Darcy's come in, as opposed to being Sanderlands, and they're not... It doesn't feel like as much of a black hole when Sandy's not there, because he plays a similar yeah. sort of way. Um, that's, that's made their midfield come together a lot better. Obviously, they were bad this week. But mm. they have had a reasonable sort of run. Um you're right, they have a good midfield, but they've always lacked lacked a spine. And we knew that was going to happen. It's sort of the opposite Adelaide. Yeah, yeah, you could say Because they've got a pretty elite midfield. And really. they're a similar Collingwood. <laughs> they're a very similar Collingwood. They're probably the same team. Yeah, I still um, don't think Collingwood's forward and back problems are as bad as everyone says, but anyway. Oh, you blame it on the coach. Anyway, let's move yes, on to the next correct. game. Richmond defeated GWS by 19 points. This is a massive win for Richmond. <sighs> this upsets me. How yeah, can how can Richmond be that good? I don't think they are that good. I think GWS were really, really bad. Mate, you're not you're not jumping off it now. All year we've been saying. I'm considering. I'm, no, I'm questioning. Don't, don't I'm be a flog, mate. This was a team call. I'm we're sticking with it. I'm just raising my eyebrows, Scott. <laughs> Their game plan was atrocious. They didn't move with any sort of vigour at all. They'd get the ball, stop, stop again, and then go. That doesn't sound like trade it'd be, a, it'd be a short chip, and then they'd stop, look around, Where, short chip. So they've been, they've been playing a Richmond last year. Yeah, what was really reminiscent Which is the complete of opposite of GWS of last year. and Wilson... Who are fantastic rebounding defenders. We saw it last year. They were a far better side last year than they are this year, weren't they? Yeah. They were damn weird. good last year. Who'd they lose that mattered last year? No one, really. 
Well, I mean, look, they have they like do the have injuries reasons. Are, like massive. They've got some back, but quite often there is form. yeah, quite often there's a little bit of a Haynes a will look the shadow period. of his former self coming back. Mm-hmm. And he was a, a I thought he was elite last year. Yeah. I their midfield stopped has stopped being as dominant as it should be. Cornelio's obviously such a big That's, out. He's he's the second best player. Yeah, he is. Yes. <laughs> I saw that smile. I was about to say best, and then I'm like, oh, I know the way he's played this year. You can't argue Kelly's their best. Um, he's their second best player, and they still have, they've had Cameron out. Cameron out has been huge. They didn't know where to go. Patton yeah. is a good focal point, but they just didn't seem to trust him. It was very weird. Lob has gone backwards at a rate of knots. Yeah, I don't know what's happened the, to Making him. the Melbourne trade look better, the, the Kelly trade. Yeah, but you, you don't. Well, how much? Hunt's trade? still good. <laughs> that is true. God, Hunt's barrel is nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know what's happened to them. And look, if they play with that game plan, they're not going to win anything anytime. That so. there's no way that that is a plan. There's no there's no way they're trying well, to do that. There's I a little bit of lack of confidence. Yeah, Go, they were I, just so timid. Didn't have Cameron to go to. They were a little bit lost. Just, they're just a bit low on confident. They have a few rusty players. Toby Green punched himself out of the league again. Like, yeah, you wouldn't be too happy with it. I mean, have the MRP results come out yet? Um, yeah. How many uh, did he get? I think he got two. I'm pretty Ugh. sure he got two. So stupid. He's nearly my favourite player in the league to watch because he's incredible. And you like dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> it was quite fun. I was watching it and the commentary said... Um, <laughs> the commentary from... I forget who was commentating. It might have been... Care or something was talking about how he just shouldn't have punched him in the jaw. He should have worked on his boxing technique and hit him in the shoulder or something. Not don't punch people. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking Very about? Very smart. <laughs> uh, Ugh, football media. Uh, Richmond though, are you rating them at all as a chance, or will I they make s- top four or anything? They they could definitely they could make top four. I can definitely see them in a prelim. I can't see them getting into a grand no. final. They're just not... They're not that good. Their best footy is not that good. And there are enough teams in there who you expect teams to play their best footy in finals. Mm. If they do... If most teams do that, Richmond will, will not it be able to match it. It is incredible seeing... It's... Seeing how much they're getting carried by Dusty is actually phenomenal this yeah. year. He has been... Imagine if he got injured. They, they'd be bottom four nearly. Like, <laughs> he's been that good. Cochin's had a good year as well, but none Cochin of their other midfielders had. Like, Caddy's been average. Presti's no, I... been below average for what he's expected of him. Like, that, that's the interesting thing. When you see a team improve this much, you mm. expect to see that little that, that bottom end lift. No, you, start, just... you start talking about those B-grade players and saying, like, gee, they're quite good players yeah. now. There aren't any. It's been it, the... Well, like, they've got, they've got C-graders the, the turning to B-graders is what they had up yeah. forward. And then they had Dusty turn from an A grader to like an A plus 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 player. Yeah, <laughs> like he's exactly. been like Dangerfield has been probably better than last year. I think Dusty's going to win the brown line. Yeah, I, I, like, think, I think he will win the brown. It's phenomenal unless he punches somebody again. Yeah, the, the, the biggest point of difference in their list from last year and people improving mm-hmm. is those small forwards. That's the yeah. thing which has really changed the way they play. Um, but yeah, then they're just they're being carried by those stars, which I mean, it's happened before. They got carried to fifth with those stars. Geelong got carried to third with their stars mm-hmm. last year. Like it's a plan that works, but yeah, I don't I don't see their top end ceiling being challenging. Revolt's like, been better as well. Yeah, he's taken the most marks. <laughs> their, inside. their stars have gone up an extra level. <laughs> he's uh, taken more marks inside fifty. The most marks inside fifty in the comp. 
Fair enough. And he works up the ground too. It's he does. He's hanging on the top I really of the like chair. watching him play when he works up the ground because the way he swings onto that left to deliver into the 50, he's nearly the only player that can do that. He'd on be his one of the, foot. the most creative, smart yeah. key forwards there is. He doesn't hit like incredibly tough kicks. He just hits the smartest kick yeah, available exactly every right. single time, which I think he's is got like the, the vision tough. of him. In I think that is the toughest kick, the smartest kick, because the decision making is a lot more difficult than the actual execution <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah. But anyway, let's move on to the last game. Did Buckley save his job when West Coast lost by eight points to Collingwood? I said the wrong team first, so I had to save it. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. We've been saying he's gone at the Good end of the year. He's lasting till the end of the year, and then he's gone. And uh, this was just West Coast just packing it in. In the same way that uh, we talked about Essendon doing mm-hmm. against Brisbane, they just they thought they had the game won. It was so weird the way to watch them do it. They, they've just got... I don't like talking about heart as if it's a real thing because it's not really. It's like will to oh, win. No, like, it is though. But like it, it is. But it's not like the other team doesn't have a will to win. It's not. It's very rarely the biggest difference. I still think it uh, like other stuff like fatigue and skills and all that goes into it more than will to Mate, win. The main reason the dogs won last year is they had more of a will to win. They wanted it more. Um, I just I, I, You can call me simplistic When it comes down to it They are humans Playing a human game And I think I think mindset Mental toughness Is as important As any, as anything else uh, Fair enough But West Coast just have The point is West Coast have none of yes. that. <laughs> I agree on that point <laughs> Like What did they do How did they recruit <laughs> The most timid Team in the AFL Like When the chips are down And they are struggling who are they? Who do they look to? There's, yeah. a, there's actually you no know, one. like you know the saying when the tough when the going gets tough the tough gets going when the going gets tough West Coast leave the stadium <laughs> like yeah well I, I did I did that discussion about it a little while ago when I said that it's as if they're like a computer and they yeah. just get like plugged in at the start of the game and then like they just got nothing to lift they've it. still got elite talent in so many different areas they do Kennedy freak Yo stepped into a real A grade and Kennedy's Dominated. Yeah. <laughs> Kennedy kicked six. Kept like, oh, I had him winning the game yeah. for the most. For the most oh, part, I just don't understand what goes wrong with that. Do you think it's coaching at all? Like, I part just, of coaching is motivating. I, I find them really interesting in that regard. I, I don't really know where to go with that argument. Like, I just think they are so so well drilled. Ten but years, in ten some weeks ways, ago we were raving how they were one of the best coach teams in the competition. Can you get to a point where you're too well drilled? We. You get to that point where you just don't have any like people talk. There are some coaches and you hear players talk about them and say the thing I love the most about him is it encourages me to take the game on, encourages mm. me to be me. Does yeah. does Simpson take that out of his players? What players do they have that could do that though? They don't have the cattle or the talent to really take the game on. They've got some guys that over, with better overhead marking than like they like they without standing overhead marking. But how many guys do they? How many line breakers do they have? Shannon Hearn can kick the ball. I could, way, but, I could see Hearn being a more damaging player than he is. Yeah, but I that's can not that happening. That that's not like taking the game on really, like length of like that's not what breaks games open so much. Hmm. I know they just don't have much cattle that can run people off their legs. Like Jetta, they started using him better and he's improved, but he's still not enough. Speaking of no heart, <laughs> he sums yes, up that. Yes, point. yes, yes. Um, Collingwood. Degoe looked good. Don't take a whole lot out of it other than that. It was a good heartfelt win. Good on for Solo. Big yeah. goal at the end, yeah. Yeah, good for him, but st- still say goodbye to the coach. Gary Pert was sacked today. 
<laughs> no, he resigned. Yeah, right? he was sacked today. He, re- he resigned. Right? Apparently, he's going to he, get he a job more time at, uh, at his AFL house. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, I saw someone say he urgently needs to, more, to spend more time with his family. A week after school holidays ended. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think there's a little bit of a Eddie trying to find as many scapegoats as possible? Oh, absolutely. So he doesn't go. It, it was either Eddie finding as many scapegoats as possible so he doesn't go, or he's so well entrenched and doesn't worry about it. It's finding as many scapegoats as possible so that Buckley doesn't go. Surely he's not still trying to protect Buckley. I, no I just couldn't see it. When you're in love with someone, you do a lot of things. Speaking of Eddie, though, I'm quite excited about him going to the footy show. Yeah, this is an absurdly big story. Nobody watches this show. Uh, they will the next for two weeks. Yeah, like they did with Rebecca Madden. And then de- Everyone dropped depending off Depending on the quality of it. But it's not going to be good, good, good quality. Luck. Unless Trevor Marmalade comes back. I love that I, dude. Eddie was saying he's been talking to him. Oh, no. If he's got to come back. <laughs> I'd be I love that excited. dude. <laughs> That dude, that dude is my only positive memory of the footy show. I fucking love Terry oh, Marmalade. The, the footy show was great early on. There, there's no, there's no room in the world for the footy show anymore. They're too misogynistic and politically incorrect. Like I just, they're too much. You can't bad get people, Sam back to what he was. But no, he, he was entertaining bad people. Anyway, <laughs> oh, that's the biggest thing. You are not coming across well. He's coming. <laughs> You're just Big, an biggest story out of the world. Uh, let's get to our top five. Look. Has any thought been put into this? No. Is it completely... First five names that came We've to just, mind. Uh, you should call people uh, misogynistic and politically incorrect. <laughs> We're not misogynistic, but this is not nice. <laughs> Top five ugliest footballers. It's a good one. We've been talking about doing ugliest footballers all year. Do you actually have a top five? Oh, I'm going to wing it. We'll, we'll wing it. it. Should I start with my five? No, I'll start, with my, I'll start with my fifth. Okay. Clayton Oliver. Looks like a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> he's not attractive. I'd refuse to put him in there. Well, i got to say, because he's lost a lot of weight since he he had a Jeremy McGovern um, body really? when he came into the league. He's <laughs> with, lost a lot of weight. Face. Like You now can see his biceps, which is nice for an AFL footballer. His chin doesn't look as like rounded. <laughs> so that's positives for him, but he still looks like a ghost and had to wear zinc in a game in Alice Springs. No wonder he's going to be a fiery little rat. <laughs> <Just to laughs> he's got to have that. some. Yeah, well, anyway, speaking of Jeremy McGovern, <laughs> yeah, look, my mate, number I, five. Was I reading your list when I made that <laughs> comment? Yes. <laughs> look, he's not that ugly, but he has to be in there for, like, he's by so far the sloppiest rig yeah, in the competition. It's, 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 it's a penalty stupid. for not we're still having baby fat. The <laughs> dude's like 25. It How can he be that fat. good and have that sloppy a rig? It's, it's astonishing. It beggars belief. Like, it's just ridiculous. Hey, like, honestly, you versus him would be an interesting one. No, I'd, I'd lose fairly <laughs> comfortably. I've looked at myself in the mirror recently. I'm well aware of what I am. I haven't seen you with your top off, but... <laughs> uh, just be glad your, your eye sockets would be empty. <laughs> burned out. Uh, but my number four... Yep. I'm going to go the big rough man. Oh, yeah, I've got him a bit higher. I've got him at three. I just like... like, I think he's hideous. (laughs) He looks like an axe murderer when he smiles. That really creepy grin. Yeah, it's that... That's the grin that does... I'm more punishing him for the, like, stupid face he pulls sometimes. Like, there's that infamous photo of him stepping out of the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite ugly. Yeah, and that... I don't think he's particularly ugly outside of that. Like, he's not a good-looking fella outside of that, but it's that face that's seared into my brain that puts him on the list for me. And uh, that beard he's rocking at the moment doesn't help. I think it does. It covers up his face fairly well. It adds to it. It adds to the ugly. Okay, when we get to my number three, we'll we'll talk about beards. 
Oh, no. <laughs> I know where that's going. <laughs> but just to keep these sort of arguments rolling, the my number four, I've got Todd. I reckon Todd Goldstein is quite quite an ugly footballer. Yeah, look, he's a very plain ugly, though. He's not... Like, he's just... Oh, his face. He looks is, like a bit of a dork. When they, when they zoom in on his face, I just think, geez, you're not an attractive man. No. <laughs> no. But he's huge and used to be pretty good. Used to be, yeah, exactly. But he's been I can rip on him now. <sighs> anyway, Sadness. who's your three? Uh, look, I've forgotten, so I'll steal yours. Matty Cruiser. I thought no, wait, I'm going go with... gone. That's what I put <laughs> <laughs> it's like Cruiser doesn't have a beard. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's not an attractive man. But you can't put him in, Maxie. You can't. He's just too much of a legend. Just not the criteria at all, Scott. <laughs> yeah, he's like it. nowhere near the, the criteria. There was those pictures that were taken of them in the rooms. There was a picture of him. Like It was quite a nice picture of him looking at uh, his number, the yeah. Jimmy Stein's number, which apparently looks at before every game. But all I could think about was, Jesus, not a great rig. So he's got the risk penalty as well yeah, as was, the face. Hairy Maybe it. I should put him number one. Jeez. I don't know if it's improved. That was I a couple of years ago. You know, it may have. I gotta improved. say, shaving off the beard, not the greatest decision. People just thought you had bad style when you had that beard. But exactly, you can see way. how small your head is. It's this disconcertingly small head. Yeah, I, he's ugly enough either way. I don't think it I really think he should me. grow some hair, like on top of his head. I think that might help. Yeah, perhaps, but you know he's too much of an individual for that for that rubbish. Otherwise, it's got to be interesting. Let's go with your number three. My number two. Oh yeah, my three is Ruffy. Yeah, we've so, discussed him. We'll move on. So my number two. Yeah, go to. Uh, I might think of who my number two is in the <laughs> two. Yeah, so you've already mentioned him. It's Cruiser. Yeah, uh, it's purely a face thing. His face is very very ugly. He looks like a fourteen-year-old uh, going through a particularly bad time with the acne. Yeah, exactly right. That's what he looks like. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. I cannot for the life of me think of I had number two. I put Max going in as a joke to annoy <laughs> you, and I had another one. Oh, I should have written them down. Poor. Can we, uh, let's I just stay Cruiser. But number one's, you know. Surely Cruiser would be in your top five. Yeah, probably. I was going to take McGovern off, but... I didn't have McGovern anyway. Yeah, she's, oh, she's got to be in there for the rig. Good radio. We're equal number one. It is where we've both gone the same number this one. This is the most unanimous decision ever on the pod, mm. other than to say GWS were going to win the flag. Complete agreement. Joe when you look like a rapist, <laughs> that's not a good sign. When you actively accentuate that by having a pedophile moustache, that's a worse Surely sign. Surely no one has told him ever that that moustache looks good. Maybe he just goes around swinging his $800,000 paycheck going, women, I'm great anyway. Like, that must be... It's bloody If disgusting. that man was not an AFL footballer, I think he'd die a virgin. <laughs> or, or pay for it. Perhaps. But, yeah, being a footballer is a pretty, uh, pretty good money in the bank in that regard. And, <laughs> and a good footballer, too. to pay for it. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's, he doesn't have a good rig either just because he's so skinny. Like, he's and just, so tall. And, oh, no, he's an ugly man. He's an ugly man. It's, it's good that we can be, yeah, we can officially unveil the ugliest footballer in the competition is Joe It's Danaher. quite clearly Joe Danaher. Yep. <laughs> Every time I go to an Essendon game with my brother, we don't talk about the game. We just talk about how ugly Joe Danaher is. <laughs> anyway, on to Poochie's mailbag. Uh, so we've got one from the Pooch himself. He yep. goes, uh, who is the midfield duo in the comp that you would want most? Dangerwood, Dusty and Koch, Pendles and Trelaw or others? He's even included Oliver and Viney and Kelly and Shield. 
Why don't you go and others and then say them? Because you put them in brackets and I read it out. Well, clearly, it'll be Oliver and Vine. (laughs) There is a clear answer. It's not a. It's not a great. There is a clear answer. That's fine. It's a clear answer. Are you going to Dusty and Kelly? (laughs) 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 That's not bad. Uh, No, but it's definitely dangerous. To be fair, that would be if they were in the same team. That would be the answer. But yes, dangerous. Probably, but definitely, and the way they work together as well. It's it's not just the the talent that they no, and it's the way Selwood can step up in the end after having been a good player but not a great player and win games on his own in the last quarter. Probably, yeah, probably the best last danger. quarter player. It's phenomenal. There is. I do think Dusty and Cochin are having a fantastic. You know, I'd take them over Pendlebury and Trelaw at this point. Based on this year, probably because Dusty's been phenomenal and Cochin's been good. Yeah, yeah, that's probably fair. Um, I think. Trelaw and Pendlebury both playing their best would be better. Yeah, I agree with that. And they work well. Pendlebury's been well. off his best and been injured a lot. Yeah. Um, Oliver and Viney are an up and coming duo. I'm not sure they'll have the ceiling of the others, but we'll never. We'll wait and see. On and that. as might be Oliver and Track. Yeah, or... that's more what I'm thinking, to be yeah. honest. Or Viney and Track. Doesn't really matter. You've got a few good ones. We certainly do. I think the standout Petrarca needs to be the number one though. Because his ceiling's a lot higher than anybody else in your team's as a midfielder. He's got he's got something special more than yeah more than anyone. Oh no, Clary does have something special as well. It's just in a not, different way. Yeah, it's a weird special though. Yeah, it's not a special everyone's comfortable with. Mm. Um, I don't rate Shield, so I'm ruling out GWS. I don't like him. I think he's selfish. I don't think he runs hard. I don't think he tackles. He's pretty bloody good. He's pretty good, but he's not as dynamic as he looks or should be or was. Really, I don't know. I don't like Shield, and I don't think it's fair going with a, a pair thing for GWS because the most impressive thing about them <laughs> is they've got like six different yeah, pairs to choose from. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, do you want to stall for a bit? Clearly, find the next. Question: <laughs> you, You're struggling a little bit. Banjo. I am. Look, if we hadn't done some preparation for this, it might have worked out better. And I still need you to keep stalling. <laughs> say something. So, uh, Game of Thrones. Um... If you say Game of Thrones, really, I will stab you. You're carrying a ruler. I'll rip it out of your hand. This will not end well for you. Who would you go with uh, if you were going with a pairing for North Melbourne? Well, it's Cunnington and like and Zeebel. No, it wouldn't be Zeebel. It'd be Higgins. I really he like plays him. half forward half the no time. he doesn't he's turned into a he's turned into a proper midfielder I really like you can <laughs> you don't bloody find a question soon mate I've just found it leave me alone it's <laughs> taking a bloody while you are you're a good delaying tactic actually I, I enjoyed it here we go we got one from Bitters <laughs> uh, do you think something needs to be done about Toby actions Toby Green's actions on the field and do you think the game has room for a complete thug with serious anger issues that gets reported every week I think apparently so given Bernie's still playing yeah, but... I was going to say yeah there's definitely room for Bernie Bits <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was actually about to say that um, wait is he saying should you, the would, AFL do something no, or should GWS saying GWS do something GWS do need to do something about it um, I unfortunately I think he's too good a player to do something about it Interesting. I, I I wouldn't be. Well, I, I don't think they've got the balls to tell no, him to I, I think improve. So. Now I do think when Bernie comes back, if Trengove plays fairly well next week, I would say to him, "Your problem, Trengove's in now. Earn your spot." Did back. Trengove play well? He played pretty well. He was he was important early. His composure was quite important. Okay. Playing the exact same role as Bernie. Um, he wasn't brilliant. Yeah, well, but I think if he coaches. plays that way again, I would say Bernie, you lost your spot. Like it, you it's, it's, it's your fault. You've got to prove to us, and, and he hasn't been playing good enough footy, really. He, like, well, he's not that big a loss to us, Bernie. Where Toby Green would kill him. Like, I just—he's too good a player. He's 
he's their third best player. And he's probably pushing Tinio. We're slowly creating a list of JWS. I really stars. like Toby Green. He's so good overhead for what I think he is. He's, and he's so creative on the ground. I really like him. I love Toby Green. But anyway, let's get to the next question. Uh, what do you think about dissolving and relegating, or dissolving teams or having a relegation system of teams that consistently end in the bottom four with no signs of rebuilding? These teams have become extremely have extremely good players handcuffed to them. Which could be better allocated to good teams. Is this bitters again? This is bitters again. Kind of a dark question. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> What's he talking about? Half the time, been... dissolving teams is North Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you're just going to Tassie, as you know, Hachi. <laughs> we are not going to Tasmania. If we do, I will. Wait, who's he talking about? Brisbane? Yeah, no, I think you know so. Who's getting at? No. I made a mistake, Scott. I've uh, clicked something on D Paint's question and it's gone missing. <laughs> Oh, well, oh, that's mate. three questions. We'll move on. Let's get our tips. <laughs> you are absolutely You're terribly organized. Are you getting the honest. tips up? No, you've got oh, them yeah, down. No, we've got it. We do. We do have them on our running list. Thank, thanks to my organization. <laughs> you are the MVP of this pot. I will give you that. All right. We've got Hawthorne, Sydney, Friday night at the G. Sydney. Sydney, yeah, they, they should. They, they will make amends. They... This is the G. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a certainty. But I do. I should. I know you do. <laughs> um, and the big one. This now, this, a, this we can have a, a proper discussion about this, actually. North Melbourne. This is a Tassie. certainty. With who we've got playing, this is a certainty. I'm going to tip North Melbourne. Are you serious? I have given up on us beating you. It's never going to happen. you got to beat us it's by... It's not going to happen. It's by Tassie. 10 goals. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at this game thinking it's not going to happen. You're going to beat us by 10 goals. <laughs> Mate, it's, it's the sort so of game weird. we'll drop. I'm going to have the satisfaction of being right. Mere shit, like wash over the. But I've given up, mate. I thought I, earlier in the year at the MCG, I thought if there is ever a time in which we will break this crap, in we will do it now. Like at the start of the year, we both said, "Oh, the Tassie game, you might beat us, but surely we'll beat you at the G." It didn't happen. I've given up. It's never going to happen. We don't in have fifty years time. Playing. We still will not have beaten North Melbourne. We had seven players have less than ten games on the weekend. Mate, we probably won't turn up. We played well last week. You know Melbourne do that. It's there is no way you're not going to be fired up for this game. Why would we be fired up? you haven't beaten us forever. Surely someone goes, right, this is enough. You're going to beat us by Did 10 Did we goals. say that in round eight or whatever it was? Probably. Yeah, but we weren't tanking <laughs> I'm then. telling you. I'm telling you you'll beat us. <laughs> this is going to be it's so just, interesting. I can't happens. wait for this game. Just uh, Port. No, GWS for you. Uh GWS at home. For sure. Yeah. This will be the game they get their mojo back, I think. Ah, so you are still sticking with them? Yeah, pretty much. You paused and then stuck with them. That's what happened. Yeah. You hesitated slightly. Uh, okay. My head, my head wobbled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Port v St Kilda at Adelaide. Port Adelaide. This will be interesting. I think, uh, there's a chance this gets ugly, in my mind. As in Port Adelaide destroy them. Mm. Yeah, at Adelaide, St Kilda happens, don't travel well. St Kilda fans would be... St Kilda, I don't think, have anything good on the back foot. St Kilda are a front-running team. Ooh. That's it's a fair Port, take. to be honest, but oh, yeah. I think Port are better. <laughs> and Port are fired up based on how bloody yeah. terrible they were this week. Exactly. Gold Coast, Richmond. Metricon. Richmond. Yeah. They'll do this comfortably, I think. You'd think. Yeah. So Carmichael Hunt. They're fairly reliable, Richmond. Fairly. Yeah, it's just yeah. once every six weeks they have a shocker. Yeah, it's been... T- Twice this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, Carlton Geelong. Ah, uh, Geelong. Yeah, Carlton beat them last year. Um, when was that? What round? It was one of the four in a row. 
Oh, yeah, okay. So, they could be... Geelong have so such blatant scoring troubles, structurally, that I could see Carlton matching up really well Carlton, from them in defence. sort of team that's trouble. Yeah. So, I, I give Carlton a chance. I do think Geelong will win, though. It's too important for them not to. Yeah, exactly. Dogs, Essendon. That is a big game. My heart, my heart, my, my, my gut reaction was dogs. Which Same, actually, right. but I'm actually, my gut reaction's been really bad this year, so I'm going to say Essendon. <laughs> I'm going to say Essendon too. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I don't know. This is, this is my, um, who's the second, who's the team you hate the second most? Um, I don't even know. This is my version. <laughs> These are the two teams I hate the most. This probably, is, probably would be. I would like a draw with seven injuries each. That is my only good result. Yeah, uh, I I think Essendon are really good. I think I think they probably will. I think win. I'll watch this game to see. Hopefully, I see their good side. Uh, yeah. Next up, we got Collingwood Adelaide at the G, which gives Collingwood a small chance. But Adelaide are just playing way too too good at the moment. The only thing I could see, well, no, even that Collingwood, even if they do the blueprint, don't have the scoring power to go through Adelaide because even Adelaide, when teams do the way that like play the way that's worked against them in the past still score 80 points mm-hmm. like they don't stop scoring completely they'll win this quite comfortably Collingwood aren't well coached enough to do the blueprint yeah that's very <laughs> true <laughs> Adelaide will win uh, West Coast Brisbane uh, West Coast are we going to see a return of the flat track bully West Coast is this going to be a blowout this could be well set up for gold jacket green jacket could be could be. We've been shown wrong before. Same Have way. we guessed one right on that this year? I think probably that says not. a lot. Brisbane about. will probably beat them by 10 goals. <laughs> That'd be funny. That is ensure North Melbourne get both Dusty and Kelly and Cam Rayner. Number one draft pick. I'm not even paying attention to the draft, mate. Couldn't care less. I'm too worried <laughs> so about September. Do you have a first round draft pick? Uh, yes. Did we try it? No, did we try it? No, I, I think we do this year. I think we do this year. Okay, nice. Anyway... Thanks for listening to the pod. It was poorly organised and, well, it turns out to be short, so at least that's a plus. No, sure. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Give us a like on Facebook. Give us a like or review on iTunes. That can happen, Kurt. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>